hand over to Matt because he's gonna he's gonna do it all this morning, ah. and uh, you've, got, you've got it all planned and worked out. Do you want this mic? Or are you gonna, I'm gonna try. Gonna Can go you hear up? me? Is this working? It's working. Brilliant. Can you all hear me though? Just about. Give me a wave if you begin not to hear me, um, or if it gets too screechy or whatever it might be. You can get the PowerPoint up. That's okay. So hopefully, uh, some of you might not know, but my day-to-day job uh, is to work for an organisation called All We Can. Uh, Not All You Can, All We Can. There's an important difference there. And so... All we can um, is was previously known in its um, early years as the Methodist Relief and Development Fund. Quite a wordy, long title. I kind of prefer the words "all we can." I'll explain why in a moment. And uh, just to sort of almost break the ice of who all we can actually are and what we do, uh, I'm going to show you one of the first of two videos. If we could just go to the next slide, and it's going to be a video. fantastic well hopefully um, as you watch that video you might have noticed some words that came across the screen which also are behind me on this lovely banner Um, words which you might never have heard of you might have seen it on a quote uh, maybe on Facebook or something a nice inspirational quote but it's a quote that uh, the founder of Methodism the Methodist Church um, John Wesley would have spoken out and it speaks about doing all the good you can in all the places you can by all the means you can to all the people all the times and it's speaking about actually our calling as the church as Christians and how we should be seeking to do just as what God did, what Jesus did here on earth, has bring justice to those that were oppressed, those that were suffering, those that uh, were poor, those that were hungry. And so actually, how can we, by our own actions, do all the good we can to actually make a massive difference? Because each one of us has resources, time that we too can give. So that's what's really the heartbeat of who we are as an organisation. Is this microphone okay? Is it too sort of ringy for you? Is it all right? Yeah? Okay, fab. 
and go to the next slide, um, because actually we're actually celebrating a big birthday uh, this year. We're 80 years old as an organisation. We're not, I know that sort of the logo makes it look really new and flash, but actually we're 80 years old as an organisation. It was founded by this guy, if we go to the next slide, um, Dr. Reverend Henry Carter. Now, I don't know about what Dave's reputation would be within you know, the Baptist circles, right? But this guy in the Methodist circles had a reputation for being the loudmouth of Methodism, right? And if you know anything about Methodist churches in years gone by, being known as the loudmouth of Methodism was quite something, okay? So he had a bit of a reputation for justice and social action. And um, he wrote to a newspaper at the time called the Methodist Recorder, and he wrote about wanting to help those that were being uh, displaced uh, in Austria, in particular due to the Nazi regime in 1938. And so in 1939, because of the, res- the response of this letter that he wrote to the recorder of this newspaper, um, 69 boys were brought over from Austria, from broken families, from families of Jewish descent, uh, and were given a fresh beginning here in the UK. And you just saw a picture of him, if you go to the next slide, this guy's called Herman. Herman is one of the first benefactors, if you want, if you want to say, of All We Can's work. He now lives in Southend, um, in a retirement home there, and he was actually classed, he's actually a refugee. A refugee. And isn't that such an interesting word? So often in this time, in this generation, in the, the crisis that we have with Brexit and everything else, the term refugee is so loaded, but actually when you look at someone like Herman, who was classed as a refugee on all his paperwork when he came into the country in 1939 and actually how you know, our image so much can be swayed by what the media say what a refugee is and does. But actually Herman uh, shared with us his story and how actually he was um, given uh, education, given a fresh start um, from Henry Carter, his family and, and the Methodist community and church community. And as a result, um, you know, he met his wife, he worked in this country, uh, he's had children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren even, actually shares of his appreciation, but also how his life was completely changed at the moment where he was able to be given the opportunity to come to the UK. And if it, it strikes me that if it wasn't for those who faithfully said, actually, I want to support those children in Europe at that moment, in 1938, Herman's life would have been very, very different. But 80 years on, if we go to the next slide, what are we now still doing? Uh, if we go to the next slide, our mission as a charity, as an organisation, and it's, you might not be able to read it on the screen there, but it's simply to, to eradicate poverty by working with local organisations in country. So rather than having a simple mandate of we want to deliver fresh water or we want to do food provision, we simply work in some of the poorest countries in the world and we have partners within them that do certain works and certain roles um, in relation to their context. So actually, everything that we do with our work is always driven by the needs of the community, not by what we want to do, but it's driven by what is needed in that community. Because actually, if you go to the next slide, uh, what we really believe in is that every person's potential needs to be fulfilled. And actually, I think that's a gospel mandate. It's actually we want to see every person's potential fulfilled. Every one of you has that God-given potential within you. As a part of that journey as a, a, a partner within this life of this church, is actually you want to see people become uh, who God has created them to be. And that's kind of what our role is together as a body of Christ, that we can allow people to flourish and fulfill their potential. 
And as a result of um, the massive donations of last year, uh, go to the next slide, we were able to help 655,623 people. 23, it makes a nice little added number. Um, that's, those are the amount of people we were able to impact as a result of donations and people giving to our work and our work of our partners. And if we go to the next slide, um, what I want to just highlight very briefly um, for the next couple of moments is just what's happened in Malawi. I have just recently been to Ethiopia and I do want to share a story from there. But I also want to just uh, highlight what's going on in Malawi currently. Because every year, uh, all we can choose a, a country to focus on for our campaigns. So last year, um, we chose um, Zimbabwe. And if you know what happened in Zimbabwe, there was a massive overhaul of the government and of the leader Mugabe. Um, and then this year, Malawi has been our focus. And if you know and you've seen the news in the last few weeks, what's happened in Malawi and Zimbabwe and Mozambique, the cyclones hit. I um, don't know what it says about us choosing countries of focus, but nevertheless, um, this is Charles. and He works for one of our partners in Malawi. And uh, he spoke, and here's a little quote that says, Climate change is a reality. The local river has never been dry before. But over the last three years, the river has completely lowered. So most of the people have faced a lot of problems in terms of their food security. So we've been helping this community in Malawi in trying to uh, help them farm in new ways and by, by providing solar irrigation. But um, you're going to see in this video now something of almost what Charles shares about some of the challenges in Malawi. So if we could go to... I'm Charles Nsoya, the project officer of CAD in Insanje district. CAD is working with the different communities in different villages. With those communities, they are doing a lot of interventions such as food security and livelihood projects, the wash projects, village savings and loans, uh, the livestock production, the renewable energy, and the environmental protection projects. They are striving to assist the needy in times of emergencies, uh, relief or disasters and also facilitates also development. All this is happening just because of the good faith which is within the CAD and the all we can. They put God first before anything. The major challenges here as it is the area, the area is almost prone to disasters. There's always very little lens or erratic lens which are being received in other ways, maybe if our rivers, if maybe it rains one, once or twice heavily, that means they will all flood. So these challenges, they are the challenges which really gives problems to the people in the villages, just because they, that's why they face food insecurity each and every year. God's vision in the area, the communities where we are working. We, make, we want a community food secured. That's the vision of God. God really cares. Wherever we are working, we first believe in God to guide us. It is a very positive 
thing with the partnership with all Uganda. We know for sure as far as we are still in partnership, we will reach many, many communities. That means a lot will be alleviated within the area through all we can. CARD uh, is one of our local partners in Malawi. CARD is a church's action response development and there's a team as well, a part of it. So it's a church's uh, partnership out there which seeks to develop change in the local communities in Malawi. Now that video was actually filmed nine months ago and we only got it created four weeks ago because it's basically um, as a part of our filming out there. We created that film for CARD to use so that they could then also raise their own funds. The reason why I showed it today was because actually of what Charles said within the video. If you notice, he's talked about one of the biggest challenges that they face in their community is what? Flooding. <laughs> what have we seen only just in the last two or three weeks? Massive devastation of floods. And even just before the cyclone hit, actually Malaya was hit. So it didn't really hit the news because we had a massive bit of Brexit going on at the time. Um, we didn't really hit the news. There was actually massive rains that hit Malawi. So we actually put out an appeal uh, before the cyclone ever hit uh, because of the massive devastation. Because sadly, um, the community that we've been working with has been completely, all of its harvest, this is now the harvest time for Malawi. So they have one harvest every single year um, in that particular area where they're going to be their main source of income and food provision. That has been completely wiped out. Same goes for Zim, same goes for Mozambique, but Malawi as well. And so as a result, um, so many people are left with not only without uh, housing, but also without food for the whole year uh, and also income for the whole year. So massive devastation that's happened. And so we've put out a response um, uh, to this cyclone that you can respond to um, if you wish to do so. If we go to the next slide... Right, I'm going to finish with the story. Uh, so I said, I, I come back from Ethiopia um, two months ago, no less than that now, a um, month ago, yeah. I went out to Ethiopia to visit three of our partners out there. Um, as I said, we work with partners simply to make sure that we can, um, A, make the biggest impact, but also when we work with our partners, we do it for at least 10 to 15 years because we want them uh, to grow, to develop, but also be self-sufficient when we've begin to end the partnership as well. And I want to introduce you to Lemlek. She lives in rural Ethiopia, um, in the highlands. Uh, Ethiopia is a beautiful country. If you ever get to go to it, um, or ever want a, a trip somewhere in Africa, I would say Ethiopia is stunning, it's beautiful. Um, and so we met her um, in, as a part of a community group that one of our partners are working in. And now they seek to, again, help rural farmers in Ethiopia. And so we met with the community leaders there. And what was interesting was that the community leaders shared with us when they first began in 2016 working with All We Can, how actually they got together and uh, discussed who was it in the community that needed to be assisted first. So rather than it being driven by, you know, almost the leaders saying, OK, we'll pick, cherry pick our friends or those that we kind of like, they actually chose those that needed the support the most because of their situations. And Lemlek is one of them. Um, Lemlek in 2016 was, she had two children, she still does, um, and she was having to work in her sort of friends' houses wherever she could to earn some money. Now, in an already poor community, to have to work in someone else's house, you know, you're not really going to be making a lot of money, not at all. 
So she didn't really have her own house. Um, and so during the rainy season, she would be living with um, friends or family, wherever she could. So they never had a permanent home for her two children. And as a result, didn't, couldn't afford school books, couldn't afford any sort of resources for her children to go to school. And also... Um, food was always an issue for her and shared she said just we went hungry for days sometimes and we would just hope that we'd be able to get something uh, by the third day otherwise you know we began to feel ill and feel tired and um, but in 2016 as a part of uh, sort of our beginning of our work there she was um, the benef- benefactor of a Christmas gift um, a Christmas gift given by someone in the UK of free sheep free sheep that's what she was given um, and uh, there was a ram I don't, need, I don't need to go into all of this sort of detail but there was a ram that was passed along 10 different families but you get the picture um, but she was given free sheep for a year just for a year so the, the, the whole um, purpose of that was for her to keep them maintain them and breed them and be able to then uh, hand back those sheep the first free she was given but hopefully she would have sheep that she could continue with that were lambs and so Lemlech I met her um, only a couple of weeks ago, and she said that she said, "Look, my life has completely changed. It's completely changed now. I've just finished building my own house. I now have six sheep. I now have twelve chickens that I keep to, and they're the ones that uh, both uh, provide an income for me. My children go to school now, and as a result, I'm forever grateful and forever happy." She said. She said the word, "I'm forever happy." And actually meeting her and seeing how for her in in three years from the provision of a Christmas gift of three sheep, her life has just completely changed. Like just three sheep. And it seems so small to us, doesn't it? That 20 pounds could provide three sheep that would then provide her life transformation in her eyes and actually allow her to begin to feel that sense of potential once again being fulfilled in her life. Because before she just said just it was just life was not even just I don't think the word hard could even come into it I think it was beyond hard and so actually for me um, I'm really passionate about what I do as a, as a role of raising awareness of all we can's work because I've seen the work and I've seen people like Lemlech who have actually benefited from it and actually I've sat in the offices of our partners and sat through the seeing all the receipts of the sheep that were bought who signed for them and I can say categorically that when you donate actually the money goes to where it needs to go through the right channels and I'm so happy about that because it makes a difference to people's lives and that's part of God's kingdom being built there in Ethiopia amen and so what I want to do is um, I realize um, within this community that you guys are so faithful when it comes to giving ridiculously faithful in, in fact to be honest with you you have so much that you give to in regards to the building fund the church the trust everything and actually I think that is incredible and so what um, me and Dave talked about is actually we wanted to sort of plant a seed today uh, of encouragement both of what all we can are doing but also what you could do uh, and I'm going to say the word at Christmas believe it or not okay um, because Lemlech's life was transformed because of a Christmas gift okay and so what we're going to do is we've got a date already in the diary Dave haven't we it's 17th of November am I right I'm going to come back, okay, Uh, I'm going to be here um, speaking um, in the service, but also we're going to bring a pop-up shop of Christmas gifts, 
like the free sheet that you could provide for someone like Lemlek. And so that's what we're going to do, okay? So I'm not asking you to give to all we can today because actually that might not, because there's so much need here in this community that we need to be focused on. But actually there is a challenge, I think, um, to look at our global neighbours too in the long term and actually see how we can begin to make a difference. Is that okay? Yeah, fantastic. So that's what we're going to do, 17th of November. Uh, don't book something else in just because you don't want to come to the pop-up shop idea, okay? Uh, you've been warned. Uh, I've now taken a register of who's here today, so you've all heard it now, okay? So I expect to see you back. But honestly, um, do consider, um, you know, being a part of this. Do consider uh, how you could uh, give to all we can in your own time. And also, uh, in response to the cyclone, if that's something you want to do uh, personally, you can go online, you can do that. I, or t- come and talk to me at the end and I can talk you through it. So uh, thank you for listening to me about all we can. And I'm excited about what we can do long term, how we can maybe do something at Christmas to change someone's life just like Lemlex. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Amen. Let's just pray uh, for all we can's work and then I'll hand back over to Dave for the offering. Father God, just thank you so much for the lives that are being transformed, for the 655,000 plus people that were impacted by our work and for the millions, in fact, over the last 80 years that have been transformed as a result of all we can's work. But that's only because of the so the thousands of people that have faithfully given um, over the years. And Lord, You've called us to be good stewards of our resources and our finances. And Lord, I pray that as we even now think about what we could do at Christmas, what we could do in the future, Lord, might you guide us and stir our hearts uh, for what difference we can make in our own lives and also in the lives of those around the world as we think about our global neighbours. So Lord, we thank you for all that you've given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.